You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we help you to see real and practical Christianity from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. So today, we're going to look at what I call your heart's capacity or understanding the capacity of your heart or something to do with the heart shall. But before that, I want us to take this quick testimony by one of our podcast listeners. Her name is Perry Great and this is what she sent in. Okay, so hi guys. So I have a testimony and the testimony comes from the last two podcasts as yesterday and today. So I've been having problems like downloading the Zoom app. The problem with it was that it would download though, but for it to install, it's now be telling me can't install. And I got so fed up. Like I tried yesterday morning and I'm like, what is this nonsense? So I said, okay, try to put my faith work to test. I waited for a while after like, downloading it in the morning and it didn't work i kept on telling myself that this app you've troubled me long enough that your time is up i have you already i can use you efficiently on this phone and then i kept on scrolling through my phone okay and i'm like okay i have you already i can use you glory it's already here it's already on my phone although in the natural it wasn't there but i knew that it was already a done deed in the supernatural that i could already use the app but i just kept on scrolling through my phone and just thanking God because it was already there. I started making it my present reality because yesterday's podcast like really blessed me. After listening to it, I just kept on telling myself that I have it. It's mine. It's my present reality. I can use it now. Like it is there now. Like not later. It is there now. I can use it now. Knowing that I really need the Zuma for so many things. So yesterday evening after telling myself, I said I've won this battle already this app you can't trouble me no more so i downloaded it yesterday evening again with that faith and then it did not only download but also installed fully on my phone and then that was how i could actually join the meeting that mr sn had with us yesterday so i just want to thank god because because i've been having problems with like faith and trusting god but after listening to yesterday's podcast and today it just like really helped me and like calmed me down so i just want to encourage someone here even after you might have listened to the podcast and then you're still doubting please don't doubt you don't only work in faith for health academic it could be anything it could be that you're not good in a particular sport and then all your friends are good that you just want to be better start seeing yourself that you can play that sport very well start seeing yourself that oh it's my reality i can do this thing well i can do it better than those who even started before me you know just make these things your present reality say them as though they are because they will eventually be in this natural so i just want to give all the glory to god and thank you pastor scn because god has used you as a vessel to actually bless me and bless all of us at last so praise god glory <laughs> so definitely you can take away from what she said that i mean she used her faith for something other than i mean it wasn't money it wasn't health or anything so you see faith works for anything even for inanimate objects and i think that was just really epic i had to share that with you guys so you can realize you can actually like put your faith to work it doesn't matter what it is you shall say to this mountain the mountain can be anything honestly 
I mean, what she did with her phone, I've done it with dead phones before. I've brought dead phones back to life before. <laughs> and all those other things. You can actually do this. And the truth is that if you don't, like, practice and if you don't try, you won't know what's possible. If you don't step out there or try something, whether it's in your house or wherever, you will not know what's possible. So I'm encouraging you, the things you've been learning, put them to work. They work. The Word of God works. Okay? So... This thing called heart capacity is not something that's like new to the podcast because I've actually been mentioning it in snippets here and there and there and there. But like every other topic, which is like a mountain, this is how Papa Hagen would describe it. You say that every single topic is like a mountain that has different sides. So you can climb it from one side and climb from one side, but the other side you don't see. So you must climb it from different sides to get full understanding the word understanding has a lot to do with getting the full picture of something and that's not really possible if you don't look at things from different angles and then there's that aha moment where it just clicks because there are many other things and also notice something else from the testimony so i'm going back to that that um she really really focused on those things and it opened up her mind like it was what she heard that opened up her mind, gave her such confidence. So it means that the same thing that she heard that gave her confidence should give you confidence. If you don't have the assurance or confidence that she had, you need to go back and listen to those things over and over and over and over and over again. It, it, this thing is hard work because this your brain from day one has been programmed against God. Your brain from day one has been programmed to believe that things are impossible. Things must only be logical things should not be supernatural that is how your brain has been programmed from day one so you really need to go and drum that out of your head and yeah you're going to find out that what we want to share today is also similar to that train of thought so your heart your heart now what is your heart what is your heart let's look at a few verses to know what the heart is um disclaimer is it a disclaimer it's not really a disclaimer but um, something to note is that the Bible is not a book where every single word has the same meaning. So, where you have heart. Now, heart does not mean the same thing everywhere, but you will actually see a consistent use of the word or certain words in certain books of the Bible or sometimes throughout the entire Bible. Some words have a very, very general use. But in the end, when you are interpreting the Bible, you cannot afford to use the same word for everything. You must look at them on a case-by-case basis. So let's look at a few uses of the word heart. Mark chapter 6 verse 52, For they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. I seen that. How do you know what their heart was? They considered not. I seen that mean that it was their minds, their thoughts, in their hearts, in their deep ponderings. They refused to acknowledge the, you know, the miracle of the loaves. Says for their heart was hardened. So a hard heart you get is one that is not open. You get to the things of God. Are you seeing that? So heart there is what mind, mind. Let's say it connects with your mind, your emotions. You get your thinking. Matthew five twenty eight. But I say unto you that whosoever looks on a woman to lust after her has what committed adultery with her already where in his heart. So via his senses. Or her senses the person looks and sees a woman okay i guess it's a he he looks and sees a woman but it is not lost till what he says he looks at the woman lustfully that means his mind must be engaged with the activity of looking that means he must be breaking her down and processing her body 
and beginning to imagine what can happen with her body. You understand? That is actually where lust begins, when you begin to engage with such thoughts. If a thought just drops in your head from there, you know, because look, see, people are beautiful. There's no way you look at a woman and not notice as a man, not notice your oh, breast is, is glaring, God put it there. You understand? So just, just look, oh, nice. <laughs> or remove your mind, you get. And that's it, you get. Remove your mind. But once your mind begins to engage, with all the pornography that you what the backlog of pornography, you begin to look at the person and then you begin to undress the person, begin to imagine what every part looks like and everything. And that's where sin has actually begun. You see that? But then notice that it's with the heart that he like does that. It's with the heart, with his thoughts. So that you are seeing that here, heart also involves imagination. Are you seeing that? Heart also involves emotion. Heart also involves the mind. I see that. So basically, his soul, his his reasoning faculties, his emotional faculties, the inside of the man. Right? Matthew chapter nine verse four. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, "Wherefore you think evil in your hearts? Why are you thinking evil in your hearts?" So notice that their hearts was where their thoughts were. Their thoughts. So he said, "Why are you thinking evil in your hearts?" I can. <laughs> Jesus was just a very bad guy, honestly. Like being around him was just not fun because he would just tell you, This is what I'm thinking, this is what I think. And you know, <laughs> I actually have someone like that in my life. You can't even dare to lie. You just tell you, Is this not what's in your mind? I say, Yes, Papa. Yes, sir. This is the truth. The truth. You have caught me. <laughs> there was no point lying. Okay, now look at a different use of the word heart. Matthew chapter 12, verse 40. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man for three days and three nights be in the heart of the earth. Now, heart here has a different use. Actually, heart here means, let me, what's that? Yeah, heart here means that he was just going to be in hell. That's just what it meant, that he's going to be in hell. So, in the heart of the earth, this was a prophecy that was predicting, you know, using the story of the life of Jonah as a prediction of what Christ was going to go through. So when Jonah went or was in the belly of that whale for three days, right? If you go and read the story of Jonah, go and read that part when he was in the belly of the whale, the things he said that were actually prophecies concerning Christ. Deep, right? Very deep. That's why Jonah is in the Bible, if, in case you don't know. No, when we do a Bible series, you're going to realize why certain books are in the Bible. You're going to realize that it's not a coincidence that certain books are in the Bible. It's not just any kind of... And that's why there are some other books that we don't even go near that are not supposed to be inside that Bible at all okay now look at matthew chapter 7 verse 18 and he said unto them are you so without understanding also do you not perceive that whosoever thing from outside enters into a man it cannot defile him because it enters not into his heart but his belly and goes out into the draught purging on it so obviously actually from that his kingdoms are reading but basically what he was saying is that that if a person eats something, he says it goes into his tummy and he poops it out. And that just means that, you know, whatever you eat cannot defile you. That's why I say purging all meat. That is making all meat clean. This is where we see that Jesus declared all meat clean. So it means that whether it's pork, whether it's, you know, whichever animal you want to be porcupine, <laughs> whether it's bats from China, <laughs> whatever you want to eat, is actually there's nothing that is illegal to eat you get uh-huh. all foods are clean 
the only things that some will send you to heaven faster. That's just it. You meet, you will see the Lord much faster. You say, ah, strive for peace with no man and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. You want to see the, you will see the Lord very fast. Just go and eating what they're eating in China. <laughs> that is causing coronavirus everywhere. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus. So he says, and he said, that which comes out of the man that defiles him. I see that. He said, so he says, it's not what enters into his heart because the food does enter into his heart. What is his heart? As we've been describing, you see that his heart has a lot to do with his thoughts, his perception, his mindset, what he's thinking. You get his emotions. You see that? He now says, is what comes out of the man that defiles the man. Verse 21. For from within, out of the heart of men, look at this, out of the heart of men proceeds what? Evil thoughts. Are you seeing that? Adultery, fornication, murder. In other words, you have to conceptualize evil before you carry it out. So it is in the heart that these things proceed. That's where they come out of theft, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, and evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evils come from within and defile the man. Are you seeing that? So you're seeing that heart is still the same thing. Heart is still the same thing. And this is a very, very profound thing because you're seeing that it says it's from his heart that these things come out. Is from his heart so it means that whatever the heart is fed do you get whatever the heart is fed what the heart incubates on is what comes out so you can see a man and know what is in his heart by his actions by his consistent actions if you want to see a man change it means you have to change his thought pattern change his mindset do you get that if a man is going to change for the better or for the worse his mindset must shift his mindset must change what he stays on what he feeds on what he believes must shift it must change that's just a very profound principle of this whole thing it must shift it must change i seen that look at luke chapter 6 verse 45 luke 6 45 had to make it clear a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth that which is what's good i seen that of his heart and an evil man out of the treasure of his heart brings forth that which is evil for out of the abundance of the heart his mouth what speaks i seen that so there's a very strong emphasis on the heart the heart the heart the heart determines your outcome say it after me your heart determines your outcome your heart determines your outcome so your heart disposition your heart's capacity right what is in your heart what your heart has been programmed to do your heart is actually like a computer it is so programmable you are the one who decides what goes in there are you seeing that you are the one who pro- programs it and makes sure that this is what happens so outcomes are determined by the heart and you're going to see how this applies to faith because obviously faith is where the heart you know or sorry the heart is where faith you get is expressed remember we have the faith of god but then the faith of god must pass through the filter of the soul it must pass through the heart you see that now look at luke chapter 24 verse 36 and as they spoke thus or thus spoke jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them peace be unto you but they were terrified and are frightened that's the way frightened and suppose that they had seen a spirit this is when christ was from the dead and approached his disciples who were in that room hiding it says and he said to them why are you troubled and why do these thoughts arise in your heart now i want you to see something because when we're talking about the heart we're dealing with belief right so your heart's content determines your outcome and this is true with faith also it it means that your heart determines whether 
you know, you will see something or you will not when it comes to your faith. When it comes to you believing God for something, trusting God for something, it means that depending on how my heart is, that is how the outcome will be. Depending on how my heart is, that's how I will receive or not. Because it's not enough to say, remember we said that there's a place where you actually walk on your heart. We said that in previous episodes. You walk on your heart first before you now begin to say, uh, mountain move and all those. No. You walk on your heart first. And the reason for walking on your heart is simple because your heart usually is not in that place to believe. You've been taught so much unbelief and junk in this world that it just becomes really, really, really hard to believe for certain things. And that is why your heart has to be assured. Anyway, we're going to be dealing with that tomorrow. We're going to call it expanding the borders of your heart. Today, we're just talking about the heart, the heart, the heart. I seen that now Jesus had told them he was going to rise from the dead yet when they saw him in fact when the women who went to the tomb came and told them that and what the guys reason no they they doubted like mad they said, oh, I beg this is this is a bunch of if I was Christ man I'm a, like I'm gonna slap those guys when I come out those guys had been walking with Christ for three years and if there's one thing that Christ had annoyingly been echoing I would die I will rise I will die I'll rise. I will die, die, die. Rise, rise, rise. Die, die, die. Rise, rise, rise. Ah, man, I feel like putting a bit on that. You see, <laughs> that's what he had been echoing to them. And yet, when he died, they were, oh my God, he died, oh, ha, he, he died. <laughs> and in fact, after that, they abandoned their post. He had told them, look, that he would rise from the dead. And he had even told them to go to, you know, to where to go and all those things after he rose. They were so afraid. In fact, Peter said, look, I go fishing, man. He said, guys, I don't know. James, John, see, uh, I know I'm your leader and everything, but man, guy, that guy, you don't go. I did go fishing, man. That's what I was doing. And they all went to fish. So imagine the Lord Jesus rising from the dead in all power. You get, thank God that he's God. So he already knew they were going to mess up. But can you imagine he did not know that part that they were going to mess up? And he rises with all power and everything. And he's expecting to see them waiting for him. Oh, hail the king. What does he say? He just says that uh, he comes out of the tomb. Nobody's waiting for him. No entourage, no emissary, nothing. There's no no expectation because there was no faith. Nobody believed. <laughs> they didn't believe Jack. So Peter said, hey, bros, I go fishing. <laughs> so Jesus had to meet. In fact, just appeared where they were fishing. He now had to appear on the shore and tell them because they were toiling, toiling. They could not catch anything. He now said, oh, yeah. <laughs> Toss your net for the catch. <laughs> I see that. So they didn't believe Jack because... <laughs> So he, when he appeared, look at this, he says, he stood in the midst of them and said, peace to you. <laughs> in case you cannot grasp the severity of this, I'm so sure that this probably caused some serious bull movement for some of those people. If you cannot grasp the severity, just imagine as you are in your room right now. Just imagine as you are, you're not expecting nothing. You just, someone just appears, Pia! like maybe all those Nollywood movies, Pia! I just see a man that you know, someone that you know. And he says, and someone that he died though. That's even, he says, peace to you. Hey! Um, some people will jump into the wall, some people will fade into oblivion, some people will enter the ground, some people will just disappear. <laughs> That's why you know that we have the true, we have the true, uh, what do you call it, superheroes, they will disappear like this, go like that. You see that? Says, and he said to them, why are you troubled and why do you, do thoughts arise in your heart? So what's happening? 
their hearts could not contain what they were seeing. Do you get? Because they had not really considered over time. They had not really fixed it into their minds that this guy is going to die and this guy will rise from the dead. They just heard it in passing. They refused to acknowledge it, to let it sink into their minds. They didn't allow that. You see that? So that's why when they saw him, they were so surprised. They were troubled. Hey, this... <laughs> you know, there's one uh, thing that happened when the son of Nebuchadnezzar went to bring out the golden vessels and was shacking wine from it with his concubines and everyone went to a party and a hand just appeared like that and just went shh and just began to write and they couldn't even understand that's what that meant but the bible says one thing about the king he said that his knees that his loins were loosened <laughs> and that his knees smote one against another <laughs> like the guy's knees were just buckling Oh my goodness. I just swear his, I'm sure his arms just fell limp beside him. You <sighs> have finished. You have finished. <laughs> so that's how these guys were. They were just like, oh my God. They were high. <laughs> they were like, whoa. They couldn't take it. And you know, this is the problem. Many times, as we're dealing with the heart, you're going to realize there are things that come at you in life that you're just not ready for. They're just not ready for. And because you're not ready, you've not given yourself time to work on your heart and everything. You're not ready for it. What happens? You just become like this. It just takes you. It some, some situations come and slam you on the ground. Bam! And put their foot on you and say, stay there! <laughs> but, man, we have to, like, rise beyond that. Because let's follow what Jesus said. Verse 39. Behold, my hands and my feet. You see that? So he began to show them proof. Calm down. Let me assure you. Right, your heart your heart can carry, but let me assure you, let me give you things or information that will assure you. He says, Behold, my hands and feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit has no flesh and bone, as you see me have. Glory. So you see that Christ, the reason Christ is not a spirit, he is a man. He has what flesh and bones. The debate is whether he has blood, but he has flesh and bones. And the flesh and bones, which is a new body, is glorified. It's not like this, your normal body. It's a new tech body, man. That body is dope. And we're all receiving that body when Christ returns. You see that? And, okay, he now says, And when he had spoken, he showed them his hands and feet. 41. And while they yet believed not for joy and wondered, he said to them, Have you any meat? So they still did not believe. Even after he said that, they did not believe. He said, Do you have any meat? And they gave him a piece of fish out of honeycomb and he took it and he did eat. Are you seeing that? He did what eat. So we see that he gave them evidence, assurance. And this is important because your heart can be what assured. I think it's Peter or Paul that talks about assuring your heart. You are the one that will assure your heart. We'll deal with that tomorrow. But you know, your heart is extremely important. It really determines a lot of things. And that faith rides on capacity. It rides so much on capacity. See that? Now. I want you to imagine something. So, if you follow the vitamins, this morning, the example that we used in the vitamins was, imagine you walk into a bank, let's say your local bank, whichever one, and then you go in there, and they just, you just hear, surprise! Uh, hi! Hey! Bank officials walk up to you, hi! Your name is, you've been chosen to <laughs> uh, participate in our annual um capacity bonanza or something like that and then they say 
you've been picked right now to pick as much money as you want from this bank but the rule is you cannot use a bag you can just use only what's on your person if you can take as much as you can carry or you can take as much as you can carry as long as you can carry it without the assistance of anything da, 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 da. man i now realize that day you messed up why you wore a t-shirt you wore a, a tight t-shirt too then you now wore these your tight jeans that can show the blood pressure in your legs and your pockets are very shallow hi you want to just faint that day you know why because no matter how your eyes will shine you can probably not carry more than a hundred thousand you know some people have some power spirits so maybe two three hundred thousand max you cannot carry more than that and you'll be weeping your heart so why 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 you know there's some shows i've seen online where some people are in the shopping mart and all of a sudden over the speakers they just say um that right now that so so and so company has paid for anything you can you can carry in the space of one minute and you see people running like mad all over the store that's even the store they'll be rushing ah me i know where i'll go i'll just go to the gadget section straight as in i never think who who don't food don't help i'll go straight to the gadget section phones different things i'm a stickler for gadgets so is this stickler or soccer one of the two sha <laughs> so right it's capacity capacity is important now you realize that you cannot take more than your capacity you go to the ocean right and you have a cup you dip inside the ocean doesn't know that anything has left right another person goes takes a bucket dips inside and pulls water out the ocean is still like okay fine that's that's not bad and that person brings a tanker and takes it is about the capacity the capacity determines what you can carry and so when you understand that you, you understand that your mind when it comes to faith sometimes i believe i are saying why but the truth is that's why you say your heart that is not this your heart just seems to not be able to carry your heart just begins to cut when those things happen now there's a major way to remedy that thing but before we even go there look at this mark 11 23 it tells us that if, you know he said you are, shall say to if you can say to this mountain right say have faith in god right and then he says say to the mountain be moved now remember that we explained that he was talking to a tree at first like the day before he had actually cursed a tree and the tree died from the roots when the disciples looked and said the tree you cursed has died he now said have faith in god if you shall say to this mountain be moved and shall not doubt in your heart and believe the things you say will come to pass you will have whatever you say do you get so what was he saying he i mean it was a it was a tree he cursed but then begins to talk about the mountain so you can actually say that the tree and the mountain are the same thing in the sense that he's just talking about whatever is the obstacle of faith but his idea of a mountain why did he use the word mountain because he was making a comparison so that one was like a fig tree okay meh he now says but you can say to this mountain so in other words he was explained that look the faith that worked for that fig tree works for a mountain are you seeing that have the god kind of faith if it's a tree or a mountain it makes no difference that's what he was trying to say are you seeing that and you see this particular point this is where we miss it this is actually where we have the biggest problem this is where we have the biggest problem this is one reason why we don't see results because in our minds there is there's this issue of one thing is bigger than the other 
healing a headache for some people is still a big deal because they've never tried but the moment you get into that game you now realize there are some things that don't answer to you some things answer to you and like, why didn't this answer to me why no it's because in our minds we've begun to conceive that certain things are bigger certain things are smaller look at this story mark matthew chapter 17 verse 14 and when they come to the multitude they came to him a certain man keep kneeling down to him and saying Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and he is so vexed. For oftentimes he falls into the fire and often into the water. And I brought him to your disciples, and they could not cast it out or cure him. Now, these are the same disciples that have actually been empowered by Jesus. He gave them authority and told them to go cast out devils and heal sicknesses and diseases. And they went back and they said, the demon is subject to your name. So they actually had gotten results before in this particular area. But for some reason... But for some reason, we now see the same people that one demon was there and they were trying to cast. I'm sure Peter like, come out, 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 eh, out, eh, out. <sighs> he said, James, come, come, you try, try. They were like, out, out now. Maybe he thought if, if he had now, it would be better. Out now, out now, <laughs> out now. And then maybe he said, ah, man, Judas, you got to try this, man. Judas, you know, that one, that one got to be the slide. Now I say, out now. Sorry, I just like to play. <laughs> but then they tried everything. Out! 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 Come out! Come out right now! You foul spirit, come out right now! They tried everything. And the demon still was just like, man, guy, I'm a big boy, I'm a big boy, I'm a big boy. Where do I get these things from? <laughs> so, so <laughs> like, they couldn't cast it out. And so, he says, I brought them to your disciples and they could not cast it out. <laughs> then Jesus answered and said, Oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? That's, you know, suffer just means I'm a long line, endure you. Bring him to me. You see that? Ah, I love the guy's confidence, Jesus' confidence. The guy has God say, Bring him to me. Are you seeing that? The same case where they were like, ah, Hey, <laughs> the very, very same case. He says, Bring him to me and just read the spirit and that's one so and it went out of him and the child was cured that very hour the same thing that disciples have been doing marathon prayers and fasting for and that's why the answer to everything is not always lengthy prayers and fasting it's not always vigil hey brethren 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 let us call for vigil let us call for vigil <laughs> you see that then came the disciples to jesus later and said why could we not cast him out i'm sure they were very very sober and just troubled Maybe Peter was already waiting to blame Judas. Say, you, it's because of you. You, you. I know one day you betray us. The way you're behaving, you, you. <laughs> I was already waiting to blame somebody. You know, it was the loudest out of all of them. But look at what Jesus said. And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief, you did not believe. Ah, you know this. When you hear this kind of thing, it's like it's like it's like a shot fired. What are you saying? Me? I not believe. Is it not me that cast out the devil? What are you saying? Some people can get offended. You know, sometimes, even when, like, even I can get offended, me, like me, I'm saying, ah, because there are lots of things I've seen, you know, in faith. There are things I've not seen, but I, when they say you didn't get the result, why? You don't believe. I say, me, me, ke, eh, me, how? <laughs> how are you saying I don't believe? Well, he said that. He said, look, he said, because you don't believe at all. Like, you actually don't believe. You are not convinced. Even if you, so that means, that means something. It means that faith is also on a case-by-case basis. So, 
you have believed for certain things. There are certain things that look the same, but you just don't get results and you wonder why. But it's still because of your unbelief. You don't believe it. In other words, your mind cannot carry it. Are you seeing that? And who knows why? Maybe it's the way the demon was. No! <laughs> have you ever been in a meeting where they're casting out devils? Oh, glory to God. I love such meetings. But I think you will see if you are, if you don't really believe, if you've not really like worked on your mind, man, you're out of that place. Hi. <laughs> I've been meeting you see a girl, I just flick her tongue. <laughs> I remember that particular meeting. There was one guy that came to me later. He said, ah, and I was looking at that girl. I was trying to toast that girl. I don't know what was inside that girl. <laughs> of course, the girl was set free. She's normal. Please, you want to date her, you want to marry her, nothing, nothing spoil. But <laughs> so maybe it's I don't know. Something about it just tripped them off and did not believe. Because see what Jesus said. Because you think, okay, maybe they believe small or so. Of course, they felt they believed. But Jesus said, for verily I say to you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard. Have you ever seen a mustard seed? I adjure you or admonish you to go on Google and type mustard seed. And what you see, you'll be like, what? He said, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed. The truth is that that thing is too minuscule. It's too tiny for you to even mention. You see that? But he said, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, move yonder place, and it will move, and nothing shall be impossible to you. Now, the truth about it is that he was not trying to measure the faith. He was trying to say, if faith is present at all, do you get? And the truth is that for the believer, faith is present. So he's saying that, look, you have not acknowledged the fact that you can actually do this thing. You've not acknowledged the faith. You get? Well, they're not born again, so they do not have God's faith. But we know that they were by faith in him. They could believe in him. Gave them authority. They could believe in him. And so they, they could have done it. They could have done it. <laughs> but God is trying to say here, or just trying to tell us that it is based on your understanding of this particular thing, that you have God's faith. You have my faith. If you have, because he's talking indirectly to the new creation. If you have faith, if faith is present, and faith actually is present. Are you seeing that? It's not that faith is coming. Faith is already present. The God kind of faith is already there. He says, nothing shall be impossible to you. Are you seeing that? So it means that the reason why we're not seeing results in some things is because we've not acknowledged the faith that we have. We've not worked on our consciousness to realize that the faith we have is capable of dislodging or dismantling anything. In our minds, we're still thinking there's something that is bigger and something that is smaller there's something that ah this one is a no-go zone and this one is you know this one okay i can i can easily handle this one and that's why when we go out in evangelism when we pray for people you just run straight to the case that you're already used to and there are things that you don't you don't acknowledge you don't press into you don't push for oh we're gonna go in that into that tomorrow are you seeing that but then unbelief is the issue their heart could not carry it what is it that your heart cannot carry what is that thing that you realize you are you say you are believing or trusting god for and you cannot carry it if you remember the testimony um that i shared i think one of the first testimonies i shared a few days ago about a person was he here i hope he was here Sha. someone who um her own case maybe he wasn't here Sha, but there was a girl who i prayed for or she met me someone i already know and she was like so i'm not getting results i've been having these body issues for years and years and years asthma different things and i'm just not fine and then i told her i said you don't believe she was looking at me in a very shocked manner how can you say i don't believe and i gave her what to do some things to do that expanded her heart opened her heart up opened up her heart opened up her capacity 
do you understand because let me say this again that the power of god is always stepped down to the level of your thinking no matter how much god's power and faith can do anything right to him nothing shall be impossible but your mind is like the filter your mind is like the step down so your god's power will always be stepped down to how you think no matter how much power is generated when it comes to seeing results it is what your heart has been able to carry to be able to visualize accept that is what will manifest it is a rule you cannot do beyond that if your heart cannot carry one millionaire you will not see it that's the truth you will never no matter i say oh god one day god if for where you will not see it you will never see it if your heart cannot carry one billionaire you will never see it it's true if your heart cannot carry that school in Canada or whichever place you want to study, you will just not see it. That's just the truth. You won't see it. If your heart cannot carry, you know, the healing of your body, you will not see it. So your heart is a major component that needs to be worked on. It needs to be worked on. You need to work on that heart. And I've already given cues and clues in case you cannot wait for tomorrow in the previous teachings on how to do that remember we say your heart has to do with your imagination also your thoughts there are lots of things that you can do to bring yourself to that point where you can comfortably confidently believe god's word on a particular thing are you seeing that many of us have this mindset that we must receive you know i said we are born into this this hard life and we have this mindset that for things for us to receive certain things that it must be easy you know no, no no not easy sorry it must be hard we must work for it so much we must strive and you know we get into christianity and yes we begin to get religious we must pray and fast and everything to get some things done disciplines are good but disciplines are not what deliver those things to you look at galatians chapter 3 verse 5 it says he therefore that ministers to you the spirit and works miracles among you does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith is it by legalism by performance that he actually works miracles or is it because he heard the gospel and the answer is because he heard the gospel that's the foundation for anything you are trusting god for you get the fact that god is good that is why you receive that thing not because of how much you fast and pray do you understand and that is why the capacity is important to expand your mind and realize that god is so good he has given his own faith and spirit and there's nothing that has been held back from you it is your capacity it is your heart are you seeing this so there is no sickness that is bigger whether it's cancer or appendicitis they are the same thing whether it's ulcer or can cancer again they are the same thing because people when they hear cancer they begin to shake and quick let me say this in the name of jesus if there's anybody out there especially women 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 they've told you it's breast cancer they've told you you have lumps in your breast they've told you breast cancer 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 in the name of jesus you foul spirit called cancer yes you are subject to me i rebuke you in the name of jesus lose them let them go now that lump dissolves in your breast right now in the name of Jesus. It becomes normal tissue. When the tests are carried out, you realize there is nothing wrong with you. God is opening up a certain person's mind right now. Open up your mind to see what he has been saying. That, that those things are not impossible. The projects he has put in your heart. The things he has told you to do. Even for your family. Even for your friends. Even for your school. That he's telling you right now that there is there's nothing impossible. It is only in your mind that that mirage of impossibility exists. And he says, don't be afraid. Fear not. Be calm. 
become be persuaded be persuaded glory to jesus there's no money that's big whether it's a billion dollars or a million naira or five hundred thousand or hundred thousand no amount is bigger in god's eyes faith doesn't know the difference no situation is bigger whatever problem it is there is none that is as big as god it's your heart that is small so your heart needs to increase its capacity glory to god okay i believe we can stop here for today tomorrow we will continue to look at how we can enlarge our heart's capacity feel free to share this with someone not just feel free share it with someone you'll be helping them so so much they will thank you also in case you want to grow in your prayer life we've created a platform for you to do just that every single morning by 6 a.m to 6 30 we meet on the mixlr app it's spelled m-i-x-l-r you can go download it from your play store or the app store or you can actually just come online you can just go online and register sign up and then search for young ecclesia nation young ecclesia e-c-c-l-e-s-i-e the nation we're there praying every day by six o'clock so definitely you want to check that out it really help with your consistency and your prayer life god bless you have a wonderful day and of course Stay blessed. Bye-bye. If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram. That's pst.sen. P-S-T dot E-S-S-I-E-N. See you there.